0: the Belt and Road Podcast, brought to you by the Belt and Road Advisory, your professional advisors on all matters concerning the Belt and Road Initiative. Voices of the Belt and Road is our flagship podcast, and with each episode, we'll hear the personal stories of people who are part of the Belt and Road Initiative. The aim of this podcast is to demystify the initiative by interviewing a broad array of people whose lives are impacted day in and day out by the world's largest cross-border trade initiative and infrastructure build On this podcast, in addition to university researchers, think tank experts, and policymakers, you can also hear from business people, workers, and countless others involved in the Belt and Road. You'll hear people tell their own personal stories in their own languages, because at the end of the day, the Belt and Road Initiative is changing people's lives, and we want you to hear it from them. Please enjoy this week's podcast, and thanks for
1: tuning in. Hello everyone, I'm Greg Stetz, co-founder of the Belt and Road Advisory, and this is the Voices of the Belt and Road podcast. This week's episode is going to be a bit different than usual. We're not going to have a distinguished guest with us, but instead, we have an announcement to make. I'm really excited to tell you that as Belt and Road Advisory, we recently released a unique Belt and Road 101 report, subtitled, All You Need to Know About the Biggest Opportunity of the 21st Century. The report is a unique resource, one of its kind. In a very graphic and approachable form, it provides you with a clear, practical, and easy-to-understand definition of the Belt and Road Initiative, and it shows 10 concrete case studies that can help you see how BRI opens new business opportunities. We even sorted the case studies by sectors so that you can easily find what you need. To download the report, simply visit our website jointly.com www.beltonroadadvisory.com and go to Belton Road 101 webpage. Of course, there are plenty more opportunities to tap into within the BRI framework than what we covered within the report. We keep track of all of them and we can help you to get matched with the projects and the players you need or to build a long-term business growth strategy for your company that actually leverages the Belt and Road Initiative. Today, on the occasion of releasing the Belt and Road 101 report, we are bringing to you this special episode in which we will cover three questions that we keep being asked. First of all, if BRI is such a big opportunity, how come that you haven't heard about many BRI business success stories before? Then how can you and your company benefit from the Belt and Road Initiative? And finally, we're going to talk about some real, concrete opportunities for businesses under the Belt and Road Initiative. So case studies. Starting with the first question, many of our clients, especially international clients from Europe and the United States, ask us this question during our first contact. If BRI is such a big opportunity, why haven't I heard about it before in the practical business context? There are three reasons for this. First is the optic, perspective towards BRI. Most of the discussions about BRI focus on its political aspect or the growing international influence of China. That means that significantly more BRI-branded events are focused on topics different from business practices and often take a high-level perspective, not getting into the level of details that businesses are interested in. Second issue is that the BRI projects that are promoted around the world are almost solely massive infrastructure initiatives that are supposed to stun you with their scale. Think about EU-China Railway within the new Eurasian Land Bridge, Port of Djibouti within the 21st Century Maritime Silk Road, or Port of Gwadar on the intersection of Maritime Silk Road and China-Pakistan Economic Corridor but rarely can you hear or read any materials that take a look at an engagement of specific companies or smaller actors within those projects. And there is much to talk about, as you can discover by checking out our Belt and Road 101 report. Finally, the third issue is the lack of clear channels through which companies interested in BRI could get information about how to get involved with the initiative. There is no website, no form or platform that you can simply visit. Without such a blueprint, many companies just dismiss BRI as too inconcrete or as lacking of real substance. The result is they are discouraged to understand what BRI is and how to get involved and don't consider it as an opportunity. Becoming this channel and giving you clear, practical and actionable information is part of our company's mission. Moving on to the second question on our agenda. Whenever you go to a BRI-related event, and I'm sure that many of you have this experience, you will almost without fail hear slogans such as win-win cooperation, mutual connectivity, which, to frustration of many, rarely are followed by concrete, actionable steps or proposals. To be honest, it seems that almost everyone agrees that we need more connectivity, we need more good infrastructure, we need more development and business cooperation. Everyone agrees about what, and hardly ever are you going to hear someone talking about how. And it is really a tough question, but this is exactly the one that we're addressing with our services as the Belt and Road Advisory. So how can your company benefit from BRI? As I mentioned before, Most of the so-called BRI projects are massive and revolve around infrastructure build-up. Also, when executed, they are run by Chinese companies. According to estimations that you can find in our report, around 89% of such BRI projects are run by Chinese companies. Still, there is a way to get engaged, if your company is big and acts in the relevant sector. So, for example, Honeywell. An American Fortune 100 company that is a leader in the nexus of physical and digital infrastructure for energy, security and urbanization projects, has been providing supervisory control and data acquisition solutions for Chinese infrastructure projects run by Huawei and China National Petroleum Company across Central Asia. Effectively it's Honeywell that ensures the safety measures for gas and oil projects in the region. This initial collaboration allowed Honeywell to later enter into major partnerships with Huawei, for instance, jointly developing smart building offerings. So, Honeywell identified the gaps in the know how of Chinese firms running BRI projects and exploited the opportunity accordingly. Among European players, Siemens has created its own BRI strategy. In 2017, the German giant established its own Beijing based. Belt and Road Task Force that is responsible for seeking synergies between the company and the Belt and Road Initiative. In June 2018, the company organized its Belt and Road International Summit, which allowed Siemens to enter over 10 agreements with Chinese partners. These agreements involved carrying out projects in Indonesia, the Philippines, Nigeria, Mozambique and countries in South America. Alright, so we see that there are such examples. But what about companies that act in a different sector or are smaller players, not really compatible with big infrastructure projects? Well, then the answer is simple but counterintuitive. In order to benefit from BRI projects, you just have to stop thinking about them as BRI projects. Think about them as game changers, reshaping the business environment and business conditions opening new connectivity channels that your business can use to its advantage. There is no universal formula for companies when engaging with Belt and Road Initiative. Instead, to benefit from BRI, you need your own strategy that is based on a solid understanding of what Belt and Road projects exist or are under construction, and what the effects of those projects are going to be on the markets within which you're active. So in other words, to benefit, your company has to take three steps. Step one, learn about projects and policies that are underway and understand their impact on your sector and your market. Step two, create a Belt and Road strategy for your company, one which will leverage the impact of those projects and policies. Step three execute efficiently by matchmaking with relevant projects and relevant partners. At Belt and Road Advisory, we can help you with each of those three steps and make sure that you don't miss out on the opportunity unlocked by the Belt and Road Initiative. And what are those opportunities? That takes us to the third topic of today's episode, case studies. Let's take a look at China-Europe Railway. The development of EU-China railway links has been promoted under the Belt and Road umbrella, and now more direct train connections are being launched between Chinese and European cities. Logistics companies have adapted accordingly. For example, German logistics company DHL has added six new connections to its portfolio and launched a door-to-door service between Europe and China. The China-Europe rail link is currently 12 thousand kilometers long and it allows transport of goods two times faster than by sea at a price six times cheaper than by air. As a result the popularity of the railway connection is growing and the demand is set to increase by 30% between 2017 and 2020. Corresponding with that is the emergence of new logistics providers and as a result freight costs associated with using the railway are set to decline further. Retail businesses, including those specializing in perishable agricultural products, can benefit from this cheaper and more reliable rail solution. Alongside a faster railway link into China, European companies looking to tap into the growing Chinese market can also take advantage of the development of cross-border e-commerce, pioneered by Chinese giant Alibaba. Since 2015, Alibaba has been setting up digital national pavilions within their Tmall Global platform, which has helped foreign goods reach Chinese customers. Of course, entering China's e-market can be very expensive, almost inaccessible for small and medium enterprises, because we would be talking here about a couple of million of renminbi, so between half a million and one million US dollars. Timo global offers a special incubation program to reduce the complexity and costs of selling to China. By March 2019, over 365 foreign companies are planned to be incubated through the platform. So programs associated to Belt and Road Initiative create these new physical and digital infrastructure channels that can be used also by smaller companies to benefit from the BRI For instance, in this case, access Chinese market. Embracing those channels and developing a company-specific strategy will enable you to exploit first-mover advantage and tap into the new opportunities being unlocked in this age of connectivity. Another example that can be interesting for companies that already operate on international scale is the development of new supply chains under the Belt and Road Initiative. Take a look at Ethiopia where currently manufacturing monthly wages, are at the level of 100 US dollars, which is five times less than in China. BRI investments, combined with Ethiopia's domestic development, helped to establish Hawassa Special Economic Zone, which attracts manufacturers from all around the world. The Special Economic Zone is connected with the Addis Ababa Djibouti Railway, which was upgraded under the Belt and Road Initiative. The time of journey between Ethiopian capital and the port of Djibouti was reduced from three days to just nine hours. And the port of Djibouti is also being upgraded under the Belt and Road initiative. It is set to handle 300,000 TU annually. As a result, a number of companies have already decided to locate their production in Ethiopia. We are talking about such companies as Tesco, Walmart, H&M or PVH. All of these companies managed to capitalize on the new channels because they paid attention to the development of BRI projects and the infrastructure buildup that followed. They had their strategy to benefit from the infrastructure buildup, and so should you. There are many more case studies and examples in the Belt and Road 101 report. To sum it up, to start benefiting from Belt and Road Initiative, visit our website, download the report, and also set up a free 30-minute consultation call with us. You can do that through the website or by writing an email to us at contact at beltonroad.ventures contact at beltonroad.ventures And that's it for today. It was my pleasure to talk to you about how your company can get involved in the Belton Road Initiative. See you next week!
0: Voices of the Belt and Road podcast. If you want to learn more about the Belt and Road Initiative, check out our website at Ventures. That's Belt and Road, one word, no spaces, and .Ventures, V-E-N-T-U-R-E-S. On the website, you can subscribe to our weekly Belt and Road Bulletin and also follow our Belt and Road Advisory social media accounts on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram. That way, you'll always be up to date on what is happening on the Belt and Road. Thanks for tuning in and see you next week.